Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song, and I am Ian McCann. This week, The Message. In the early 1980s, rap swaggered out of New York in a swish of tasseled jackets, ready to party. It was seen as an offshoot of funk, played in discos, and fondly imagined to be a flash in the pan by older musicians who disliked his dearth of melody and use of chopped-up records to create tracks. But one song, The Message, ensured that rap would last by driving this happy music towards a serious outlook. The strange thing is, this revolutionary record emerged from a very traditional source. Sugar Hill Records was the home of early 1980s rap. The company assembled the first rap group to chart, the Sugar Hill Gang, and it signed many of the genre's pioneers. Among them was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, whose record, The Adventures of Grandmaster Flash on the Wheels of Steel, was profoundly modern, showcasing the art of the mixing DJ. But Sugar Hill Records was old school. It was based in Englewood, New Jersey, and run by the R&B veterans Joe Robinson and his wife Sylvia, who is often referred to as the mother of hip-hop. Sugar Hill Records employed a house band, songwriters and producers. One of its writers was Duke Booty, real name Edward Fletcher, who began composing the message on a piano in his mother's basement. He'd intended to create a song with the springy feel of the dance floor hit More Bounce to the Ounce by Zap. Booty presented the message to Sylvia Robinson, who decided it would suit Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Here's Zap's More Bounce to the Ounce. <laughs> The message would change the direction of rap, yet Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five loathed it, scoffing that it was neither fit for a party nor the street. However, one member of the group, Melly Mel, agreed to try recording the song as a duet with Duke Booty. Flash then changed his mind when he heard an early take of the song, but the label shut him out of the recording sessions, except for a brief skit at the song's end, where the group is heard being arrested. Mel added his own lyrics to Booties, including the line, A child is born with no state of mind, which he had used on Flash's debut release, Super Rapping.
To some extent, the message did resemble Zapp's earlier hit, More Bounce to the Ounce. However, its reverberating synth lines and downbeat groove cast a far darker atmosphere, recalling the work of 1970s rap pioneers, the last poets. Its tale of ghetto despair was more sketches than a story, but its refrain, Don't push me, cos I'm close to the edge, was an earworm. The message became a street anthem in the US and made the top ten in the UK. Having unleashed this monster, nobody at Sugar Hill knew how to follow it up. The track The Message 2, Survival, which was released in 1983, was interesting but unfocused, and White Lines was a hit from Grandmaster Flash the same year. But by this time, Flash had been ousted from his group. Peace. But the wider rap community knew what to do. Run DMC added raucous noise to the street attitude of the message and found fame. Eric B and Rakim created a darker hip-hop that owed a debt to the message. Public Enemy built a career on politicised urban rap. Here's a perfect example. Fight the power. The message has been sampled by Ice Cube in Check Yourself, by Blackstreet in the track Fix, and by Jungle Brothers in Straight Out the Jungle, as well as numerous others. The Northern Irish punk band Stiff Little Fingers turned the message into a riffing rocker in 1997. In 1990, an alt-funk group called Tackhead featuring musicians that played on the original version of the message, returned to the song. The Swedish rapper Tim Baktu translated the message for his song Bud Skapet in 2013, following riots in Stockholm. And the musical Hamilton borrows two lines for its song, Cabinet Battle No. 1. Such a blunder, sometimes it makes me wonder why I even bring the thunder. Why he even brings the thunder... In 2012, the message was named as the greatest hip-hop song of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. In terms of cultural impact, that's unarguable. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. 
We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.